You are listening to the For Flourishing Sake podcast by Frederica Roberts. Welcome to episode 40. This is a very exciting day as it's the first day of the month in which my book, For Flourishing Sake, will be published. Due to disruption caused by COVID-19, the book will be published twice, which means two opportunities to celebrate. The Kindle version is coming out on the 18th of June and the paperback will be out a bit later this summer on the 21st of August. So today, I thought I would talk about one of the themes from the book that I feel is particularly relevant to the challenges we're all living through, and that theme is leadership. According to the VIA Institute on Character, the character strength of leadership can be split into the distinct areas of practice and personal quality. As a practice, this is what we do that makes us leaders by, and I quote, defining, establishing, identifying or translating direction. And as a personal quality, it is our desire and ability to aim for, accede to and ultimately carry out leadership roles. The VIA further distinguish between transactional leaders and transformational leaders. We need both, of course, but in the book, I focused mainly on transformational leadership. Anyone can be a leader. Paul Bateson is one of the teachers I interviewed for my book, and I will quote a short extract from my book here. He is a shining example of committed leadership from someone not in a leadership position. When he decided to launch a kindness initiative in his school, the ripples spread far and wide. He fired up the imaginations of his students who took ownership of the initiative and brought most of the staff on board. He did this despite a leadership team who, whilst putting up no resistance, did not facilitate what he was doing or make any moves towards adopting a whole school approach. What can we learn from Paul Bateson? In the UK, some schools are reopening this week, and I'm putting the words reopening into inverted commas, as schools here haven't actually been closed. Children of key workers, along with the most vulnerable children, have still been going to school, as have many teachers. But this week, more children will return to school. In other countries, children have been back at school for a little while. But school is not what those children and their teachers were used to. We are all having to adapt to teaching, learning and interacting differently for the foreseeable future. Teachers and school leaders, and in fact all staff working in schools, can follow Paul's example. In his case, he led a kindness initiative. Kindness would be a great place to start to help each other cope with the challenges we're all facing. Tempers are likely to be a bit more frayed than usual, so we can all focus on leading through showing patience and understanding towards others, Taking a moment, perhaps, to respond if we think our answers may come out as a little bit snappy or accepting that others may be a little less friendly towards us as it may just be their way of handling the situation. Children can be leaders too. When I interviewed Jo Owens, Director of Ethical Leadership at Litchfield Cathedral School, she told me that at her school, the junior school have red caps. These are year four pupils who look out for other children who don't have anyone to play with during break times and engage them in games. This is harder to do when children need to be in bubbles and observe strict distancing rules, of course, but particularly when things are so unsettling, giving even very young children small positions of leadership and responsibility can divert their focus away from their fears and allow them to feel useful. And let's not forget that helping others is a great way to support well-being. So when children have the opportunity to help out in school, this will support their own well-being. 
So spend a few moments to think about the different ways you can be a transformational leader, a leader who, according to the VIA, and I quote again, motivates their followers to perform at an extremely high level, fostering a climate of trust and commitment to the organisation and its goals. Perhaps set yourself a challenge to identify people who have inspired you in this way and make a list of what qualities they display and how they behave in order to be such transformational leaders. While still being you, can you emulate any of those qualities and behaviours? What can you learn from great leaders you have followed? And think about which children are showing this leadership quality and can be encouraged to lead their peers. I know from working in many schools over the years that there are ample examples of such leadership to be found in school staff and pupils. Let's nurture these leadership qualities so that we can all weather this storm with a little more ease together. Thank you for tuning in to the For Flourishing Sake podcast. If you have found this episode useful, please give the podcast a five-star rating on iTunes to help it reach more people and please spread the word. Also, if you haven't already, remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. For Flourishing Sake is available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts and Deezer. The book by the same name is coming out on Kindle on the 18th of June and as a paperback on the 21st of August. It's available to pre-order from major online book retailers and is jam-packed with evidence-based strategies for whole school positive education with case study examples from a wide range of schools from around the world. So why not order your copy now so you will receive it as soon as it's published? If you'd like to get in touch with questions or comments or to contribute to a future episode, please contact me via Twitter at Flourishing Ed. You can also leave comments on individual episode pages at forflourishingsake.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, for flourishing sake, have a great week.